Um, it is press conference extra. We're about to sit down to record press conference extra, re- reacting to uh, Jurgen Klopp's press conference ahead of Norwich City, um, joined by Neil Atkinson and Neil Jones. Um, and Jurgen Klopp has just announced he's he's leaving Liverpool Football Club. I'll, I'll go to uh, Neil Atkinson first and foremost. I'm absolutely shocked. Um, I'm first and foremost. I'm close to tears. I mean, you know, that's the you're trying to suddenly work loads and loads of stuff out 100 miles an hour but the emotional impact of it's enormous because of everything that he's done whilst he's been at the club the way he's looked after the club uh, the way he's helmed the club even in his statements you know he's really really clear about his his emotional connection um, I feel a little bit like that lad arguing with um, Tony Wilson with Tony Wilson in 1974 because uh, there's part of me that just won't have it I had a moment where I wondered if it was an AI deep fake and that someone attacked Liverpool's account uh, that, that was that was like present for about five seconds Neil Jones, I'm I'm genuinely, yeah. I'm so stunned it's hard to put into words and I'm, I am actually genuinely upset by it because yeah. he's been so important to everything we've done and everything we've had. Yeah, I, I, you know, that was the first thing that struck me was I almost, I was literally coming through the door to yeah, do you, show. You, I, was, well, I was wondering what you were doing because yeah. I was like... Oh. I had the phone in my hand and I got this message and listen, you know, it doesn't reflect well on me as a as a reporter and a lot of people as a reporter but completely out of the blue, didn't didn't have a clue. And the first thing I thought, I thought, I wish someone had the camera on me to see this because it felt like that kid, you know, that sort of who says, when, what do you mean he's leaving, you know, that that Shankly kind of reaction, and that says it all about Jurgen, doesn't it? Where he where he's got to as as Liverpool's manager, he hears that figure. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot to take in. I'm sure it's going to be a lot. To, I mean, my phone's literally blowing up now with with you know people just wanting to talk about it, like almost the sort of. Um, Wanting to grieve together, I suppose, is the is the the way you'd put it. I know that sounds a bit dramatic, but it's going to be a huge, a huge change, a huge change at Liverpool, a huge change at the club, a huge change among the supporters. Um, I'm sure we're going to talk about it, but what it does mean is it's going to be an emotional what four months. It's going to be you know every every, every sort of every day of the next four months really, especially with what Liverpool are playing for, feels like it's going to be a real emotional uh, time and. I was just saying we came in, you know, obviously we, we, we rescheduled this show for Friday because he'd done his press conference on, on Thursday and now we know why. Yeah, that's, that's why he's done it. Uh, it's the only thing that makes sense as to why he's obviously known at least for for a week that he was going to do this. On the statements he talks about, he talks about feeling like he's short of energy, Neil, or, the, or worrying he's going to be short of energy. And this is, the, the oddness of this is that in comparison to last season, you know, he doesn't look like that. <laughs> if you know what it like, it, 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 like you lived sort of reality of it is that that's not the case. You know, yeah. and that's that. Yeah, I'm looking at someone who times like if this was this time last season, it go. This makes a ton of sense. This makes a ton of sense. Whereas at this moment in this season, that I'm not saying I'm not saying he's lying because that'd be a ridiculous <laughs> thing for me to say. He's most definitely Jurgen Klopp is not lying. If that's what Jurgen Klopp thinks, then that's what Jurgen Klopp thinks. But the sort of lived reality of looking at him with my eyes and listening to what he says, I'll come to you on it, Josh. The lived reality of looking at him with my eyes and listening to what he says, I'm just that's just not what we've seen. And you've been doing team talk all season. Me and Neil have been doing press conference extra. I was watching the press conference yesterday, and and I'm stunned. Yeah, I think that yes, stunned is, is is the best way to put it. I, I've I've gone numb to be honest. Like I, I feel like the emotion of it has probably not uh, quite hit me yet. And I say that whilst while still sort of feeling overwhelmed by by the by the moment of it. Like you say, it's we felt like Jurgen was re-energized by this team this season, and the way in which he's you know spoke about it at every juncture, talking about. In Liverpool, Liverpool 2.0, talking about the, this sort of being the start of this of this new team, this new crop of of, of young players, and and he did, he did genuinely seem 
energized by that. And the, the only sort of thing I can I can think if you if you're trying to rationalize it is is you know it's it's almost the Jamie Carragher adage of well he wants to go out on top. He wants to go out when this when this team is not at the end of its cycle and in the way that you know when Kenny first left Liverpool that was you know he left the team that was at the end of the cycle when Sir Alex Ferguson left Manchester United it was a team that was at the end of its cycle. Um, it, it, this this doesn't this doesn't feel like that. This this feels like it's Jurgen Klopp leaving with a team at, at, at the start of its cycle, and that's that's maybe the thing that makes the the, the least sense and almost the most sense in, in 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 the same in the same breath. And that's that's why it's 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 hard to take. And, and listen, whoever whoever takes the Liverpool job next has, has got a huge huge you know the biggest of, of of shoes to fill, the biggest job um, in, in front of them because you know Jurgen Klopp wasn't just a Liverpool manager. He was he was a Liverpool legend. He meant you know everything to this to this football club and and to this city, and it's hard to imagine a, a life at, at Liverpool at Anfield after him. But I mean, we're going to get the the reality of that that next season, aren't we? And um, Neil, I, I'll, I'll come to you, Jones. I, sh- I should say. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of I'm like I'm stunned trying to like rattle through words and and, yeah. try, and trying to think well, of things to sort well, of rationalise it and say. Should I read what what Jürgen said? On, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is Jürgen's explanation. He said I can explain it. I can at least try to explain it. So the quote is, quote are, I love absolutely everything about this club. I love everything about the city. I love everything about our supporters. I love the team. I love the staff. I love everything. But that I still take this decision shows you that I'm convinced it's the one I have to take. It is that I am. How can I say it? Running out of energy. I have no problem now, obviously. I knew already for longer that I would have to announce it at one point, but I'm absolutely fine now. I know that I cannot do the job again and again and again and again. After the years we had together and after all the time we spent together and after all the things we went through together, the respect grew for you, the love grew for you, and the least I owe you is the truth, and that is the truth. He actually goes on to say that he told the club already in November. Wow. I have to explain a little bit that maybe the job I do, people see it from the outside. I'm on the touchline and in the training sessions and stuff like this. But the majority of all the things happen around these kind of things. That means the season starts and you are planning pretty much for the next season already. When we sat there together talking about potential signings, the next summer camp and can we go wherever, the thought came up where I said, I am not sure I'm here then anymore. And I surprised myself with that. And then I obviously started thinking. He said, I didn't start then. But of course, last season was kind of super difficult and there were moments when other clubs, probably the decision would have been, come on, thank you very much for everything, but probably we should split here or end it here. That didn't happen here, obviously. It was super important that I could help bring this team back onto the rails. It was all I was thinking about. When I realised pretty early what happened, it's a really good team with massive potential, a super age group, super characters and all that, then I could start thinking about myself again and this was the outcome. It's not what I want to do, it's just what I think is 100% right. So there's, mean, so there's something there's a in, lot there, isn't there? I mean, I'll start to start. First and foremost, there is another sort of Shankly echo, which is that every summer, supposedly Shankly was saying he was done, couldn't do it anymore. We'll go to the board, and and they'd say no, 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 or they just wait, and he'd, he'd he'd change his mind. That's there. I think the the thing that's striking just from that is is that notion that he's is the other stuff. I think the other stuff, the idea of what, what what's happening there when, when you're beginning to plan and, and what you're thinking and feeling in those moments, I think it's, it's, it is a reminder as to how football clubs operate. It is a reminder as to what they're about and how they go about the business. Uh, and the idea that he's just sort of thinking to himself, he doesn't know if he's got this in his back pocket, I think is, you know, I think it's a very, very human thing, but as it develops from there, Neil, I'm just sort of left again, you know, not to say was the more that could be done around him because he wants to be intimately involved in all these decisions. I I think he's, 
you know, he's, he's, he's got to do what he feels obviously is right. And if the thing that's clanging in his head is, I don't want to go through another one, I don't want to yeah. do all that again, then, you know, I can understand that. And I think the silence thing in contemporary football is much more present. Like, I think the idea of, I'm, if I'm buying players and I'm saying to them, you're going to be working with me, yeah. but they're not going to be working with me, or I'm thinking they're not going to be working with me. And You know what I mean? Like, I think because of his entire character is so much based on honesty, he has such an honest pact with his players. If they're doing negotiations now and Klopp's speaking to someone on his phone and he's thinking, to be honest with you, I might not even be here in June. That's who he is. Yeah, I think there's a genuine uh, authenticity there. You know, I've heard them speak about that a lot, that you have to be authentic, you know. He doesn't write things down. He doesn't plan sort of you know speeches and things like that. You know, I'm sure he thinks quite, quite in depth about them. But that would obviously play a part. Um, of course, he knows as well that there would always have been. I imagine you know the situation Liverpool are in this season. There would have been talk around an extension, and and he, you know he would have come towards the final. That's what I, I. That was what contract. I thought was was on yeah, the cards. Yeah, you know, so he, you know it would have been in the in the. In the consciousness of the public, anyway, one way or the other, are you, are you staying? Are you going? Is this your last season? You know, are you gonna go out on a high? You know, I mean, Liverpool could still go out on an unbelievable high. You know, it's set up there, isn't it? Um, yeah, there's a. It's really difficult. It's really difficult to sort of, you know, get answers. Obviously, at this stage, you know, I think you have to take the manager at what he said. But I think the interesting stuff is that Liverpool have known for some time, and you would. You would like to think that that means there's something something's been put in place in terms of they at least know what direction they want to head in because you know as Josh says it's the biggest job in football barring if Guardiola was to leave Manchester City I think at this time those are the two ones that you look at and go well where do those clubs go next one of them is about to happen obviously at the end of the season so it's a huge huge um, undertaking from the club and from whoever they eventually turn to. That, the next phase of it is who they turn to. Josh, that's that's a big part of it. Straight away, I know people will be thinking Alonso. My sort of concern around anyone really is, you know, Unai Emery's a good manager, but it's re- and we know he's a good manager. There's tons of proof of it, but it's really hard to follow Arsene Wenger. David Moyes may or may not be in Unai Emery's class, but he's not a bad manager, and he has a disaster following Alex Ferguson. Yeah. It's you know, it's worth saying that. Not only is this the biggest job in world football, Josh, I think it's the hardest job now in world football. I don't think anyone will find it harder um, immediately. And whoever it is who's going to do it, it's got to have a really strong sense of personality. And what I mean by that is, I think the most important thing is they can't try and be Jurgen Klopp too. Whoever it is has got to be able to be themselves in the context of the fact that Jurgen Klopp just happens. Yeah, but the, the, the sort of the double-edged sword of this is they can't change too much either and that was you know that was something that Graham Souness found out the hard way when when he took over at Liverpool is, is that if you try and rip it up and start again with you know strong personality then then that that, that undoes for you as well and we've you know we've seen that in, in in sort of more recent times more recent football Troy Deeney's being criticized at the moment for you know 30 days in a, in a forest green job where, where he came in and tried to sort of you know implement his strong character into it so I think I think that it it almost falls on the players really now, and that's they're they're the ones who I, who I've found myself as as my mind sort of drifts to all these places. The ones I've found myself thinking about now because you know if Jurgen Klopp says he told the club in in was it November October, um, then that means the players have have known all that time as well, and the players have been you know. I don't fa- know about that. You know, I think that. Do you not think the, so? The, some, I, I would be surprised if the players the players may well be finding out. We, we we'll find out when the players have been finding out. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I think there's a chance that the players the club itself. Knows Knows, but the, the, the hierarchy found does. Out but for instance, recently, the others, yeah. the others may not do. I yeah. mean, I'm sort of getting stuff put through here as well that the, all his staff are going as well. 
Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm not 100% on that as we're talking, so we'll go from there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll find out on that one. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that you know the players have been playing out their skin effectively for for a couple more months, and I think if you, if you need, you know, Neil Neil mentions yeah. before, uh, you know, that's true by the way. All the assist, staff are assistant managers, Pep Linders, Peter Kravitz, as well as Vitor Matas. Will will uh, with Linders keen to pursue his own career in management. Wow. I mean, well, that, that sort of shows you, doesn't it? Whether, I think whether I, Linders will be I actually able, think that is probably the right decision. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I taking a, taking a cold look at it, I think it would be very hard for a new manager to come in with with Klopp's Klopp people around him. Yeah. I think that would be very difficult. Of course, there'll be some people who will be retained and who are experts in various fields. But I think the coaching staff. I think that's generally what happens. It's, it, it would be difficult to imagine a new manager coming in and having someone so closely associated with Klopp as Pep Linders is, or someone so closely as, as Peter Kravitz. So, do you think? Do you think it indicates that Pep's not in for the job? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't yeah. think that was ever. I, personally, I mean, a lot, I know I can understand why people have put that forward, but I don't think that was ever a realistic proposition yeah. um, at Liverpool. I, I'm not sure it would have done Pep Linders any favours either. Um, I think, yeah, it, it does. It tells you it's going to be surely an outside. Well, it is going to be an outside appointment. Yeah, <laughs> don't ask me who. Don't <laughs> ask me who. But like, listen, that that that's you know that's the challenge, isn't it? You know. As much as we've just we started this show by talking about Bill Shankly and the reaction of, the, of people to Bill Shankly's departure, well, Liverpool got stronger. You know, they they actually enjoyed success. I know it, it maybe took a few years, or it took, yeah. it, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily because Shankly left that they had success, but they were able to continue that 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 path. And I know it's a different era, and I know it was a different um, different yeah. world in terms of football and sport and and life. But it does it does show you if there's nothing else. That life can life goes on, you know, and, and and things can happen. So, of course, we we'll, we'll all have this kind of emotional reaction, and we'll have this fear and this sort of trepidation yeah. running through it. But the job for Liverpool, obviously, is to to make sure that you know it 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 becomes Liverpool. It, it stays Liverpool, and not just Jurgen Klopp. That's where I think the onus is on the players. Like the the, the they'll feel the onus now to finish the season strong because they'll want to send Jurgen out on 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 the best possible terms. But you know, whoever the next manager is who, who takes over, these players are going to are going to feel the need. So, you know, if, if the new manager's not coming in and, and being Jurgen Klopp 2.0, they're going to want to keep what they've been doing rolling. And, you know, hopefully the sort of, I mean, it's hard to comprehend how much the tactics change and all those kinds of things. Maybe not, not one for a, a discussion today, but the new manager, whoever it is, Neil, that comes in is is going to have to have, you know, some some level of, of a grace period or, or something like that from these Liverpool fans. Because as, as we've said there, you know, we see it throughout football history, the toughest acts to follow. It often proves that, that, that they really were, they really were the toughest acts to follow. And that's, and that's where, you know, it sort of falls down, particularly in, in the first few months or, or, or years of a new manager's tenure. I think the most important thing is that, is that everyone keeps the nerve, including whoever it is who comes in next. And I, th- I think that that also includes supporters in that, We've had this fella, he's done what he was brought in to do. And I think part of what, you know, it's interesting. We were going to do press conference extra. One of the things I was going to say to you when I was talking about it was this focus, for instance, he, he can't be going out of his way in a way that's different to previous years to talk about um, Bradley, Quanser and Clark more, if you sort of know what I mean. And I, I was really struck by it in, in, in that press conference yesterday in that in the years gone by, Tomorrow is the, the game against Norwich, Neil. The sword, which oh, they're playing the, play the game on Sunday. Yeah, they're playing the game Sunday against Norwich. <laughs> the game against Norwich had this feel of, had this feel of, um, like in years gone by, right? The young lads, 
this is your last hurrah, and we'll see you all again in pre-season when you're yeah, going to. Yeah, and, yeah. and in the meantime, a couple of these might go out on loan. Whereas I was going to say this year, I feel like that could be extended all the way at least until the March international break for a few of these, where he's not going to do the thing where it, the the squad shrinks yeah, back yeah. down. That these are still going to be involved. And I, I, you know, I feel like, and I've been saying recently, what's really striking about Quanson and Bradley is they've done ten years under Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, or you mm. know, it's been Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool all the way through, and that that was really striking. That suddenly, that's you know, these, these are lads who he comes in in fifteen. One of the first things he does is he goes and watches the eighteens, the twenty threes. He's there that day. He's talking to everyone, and Liverpool are different. Do you know, like yeah. the, the, it's now this is the way, and those players, and I think he'll feel like he'll feel like if this goes off a cliff within six months of him leaving, then he'll have failed. Like, whatever he achieves the rest of this season, he'll feel like, well, I failed. Because that's the person he is. That's the way he looks at it. That's his outlook. I just, in the back of my mind, though, the flip side is, I'm just reminded of the fucking fella at Dortmund, uh, who said, well, we'd rather got rid of all the players than get rid of Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, but the flip yeah. side is, we have, but we, we have got rid of a load of the players, and we've got... And, I don't think you can say that. I don't think it's that. I don't think this is one of those where you go, is there more to it behind the scenes? Maybe there is and maybe that'll come out, but I don't think that's the case in that he's got everything the way he wants it. He's got new players. He's got the energy of those players. Yeah. I just don't... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not coherent, but you no, get my points. No, but I mean, look, we've had... It's been a... It's been a very turbulent couple of years, hasn't it? You know, with with, with turnover of, of, of players. Obviously, they had the ownership stuff last year with, with regards to... You know, were they, were they looking to get out? In the end, they, they, they haven't. You had Mike Gordon stepping away. You've had sporting directors change. There's been a lot going on behind the scenes with staff. Um, so it does feel like the one thing that sort of held a lot together has been the manager. You know, you've looked at the team and thought, well, is this team, is this the right team? You've looked at the sporting director and said, is this the right sporting director? You've looked at the ownership. Are these the right owners? You've never looked at the manager. I, well, me personally, and I think a lot of people, I think, okay, take out social media, clickbait people. No yeah. one's really ever really turned it and said, I actually think this is the time, you know, even if Jürgen says it himself. But that must put a strain on you as well. If yeah. you if you feel, you know, you feel the responsibility that, oh, you know, no matter what, no matter how low it gets, they're always singing my name at the end. They're always looking to me to find the solutions. They're always looking, you know, and saying, what can I get out of these players? And let's, let's be absolutely fair. And this is not revisionism based on what we've, we found out this morning what Jürgen has achieved with 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 the players and the and the the, the resources and the um, the back end that he's had, he's overachieved yeah. at Liverpool massively. Yeah. He's overachieved. You know, you look at you look at that team. He's made great players. He didn't have great players to start with. You know, he, he's he's been able to to create a couple of absolute world superstars. He's, he's obviously had you know the relative fortune, but also the, the 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 quality and the talent to develop a couple of homegrown players into stars. He he has made Liverpool what they are as much as any player, as much as any any check that's been signed or any any backing from any ownership group. You know, a lot of people turn and, and say things like, "Oh, you know, Liverpool's success is built on the sale of Coutinho." No, it wasn't. It was built on what, what Liverpool did with it and what they did with the players that they yeah. brought in and what the manager did with those players and the, the vision that he had. So that must bring with it a, a pressure as well. You know, it's not a case of, you know, I'm not saying, and I, I don't believe this about Pep, but there are some managers that can almost autopilot it a little bit. Carlo Ancelotti, I imagine, thinks, well, do you know what? I'll have a, I, I can lift my head in March and yeah. I'm, we're likely going to be in the latter stages of the Champions League. We're likely going to be second in the in or, or top of La Liga and then I can turn it on. Jürgen's got to do it from minute one of of every season, ups and downs. Obviously, it's a it's a pretty emotional club. I think you know the the, the supporters, the the atmosphere around the club, the stadium. 
is lends itself to emotional ups and downs as well. And that must take it out here. And, you know, I have to say, listen, I haven't been, I've seen more of Klopp over the last eight, nine years than probably anyone outside of my closest sort of circle of people. I've I've ne- I never got any impression of him this season that he was he was done and dusted. But maybe that's 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 testament to him and how well he can um, how well he can take that on his shoulders. Yeah, I think you know what he's done with those players. I think is just you know it's enormous. But also what he's done for us in the club is it's just loads <laughs> at this point. You know, and that's why the idea of it going and it ends is quite scary. But the flip side of it is it only works if the base is there. And that's that's what he's created, and that's what he's going to leave, and that's what he thinks. And so, you know, there's going to be more and more coming out of this. It's going to be rolling all the way through the day in a number of different ways, and we'll have people, different people, in speaking about it. Neil's Neil's gone for a quietish day. To, <laughs> to, yeah. I can't believe this. I'm no. genuinely upset. Loads of people are texting me, genuinely upset, and yeah. I think it sounds to be upset. I think that's a really important point here. Like, I, I, dude, the thing I'm thinking about now is, oh, we came into the show about a like, football match. Can, I mean. The, the the messages that will be going out for tickets on Sunday now and the 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 the, the feel around that game is going to be but it's wild, every but it? it's every game now yeah until yeah. the end of the season at Anfield but also away but also I think that there's two that like the emotion can carry us but we've also got to keep it in check and that it's going to be a hell of a yeah, trick in that definitely. I think the emotions just can do be think, so powerful do you think, I, I mean the only way I can compare it really in my sort of my lifetime I wasn't I was too young to remember obviously the Dalglish element to it. But it was probably when Gerard announced he was leaving around, you know, similar yeah. time of year, wasn't it? Just into the new year, and and obviously it was different. It's a player, but it did feel like towards the end. I think it did affect Liverpool a little bit. That it was like Sky was saying, "Oh, it's Gerard's last trip to Old Trafford, or it's last derby, or it's his last home game," you know. And he, and he felt like, I mean, Liverpool weren't very good at the time, which didn't help. But it did almost feel like that that took over what 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 else was happening at the club. I don't think that will be the case. Obviously, it's going to be a massive narrative around Liverpool, but I think the fact that they are where they are, I and personally think it will add something for to, me, the, to, for to me, the, the most the important season. thing is the, the things that were going to be at an emotional pitch anyway yeah. go to a higher emotional pitch. But the things that are just run-of-the-mill, with the exception of Sunday against Norwich, have got to stay run-of-the-mill. So Wednesday against Chelsea is the biggest game of our lives, but it fucking was anyway. Yeah. Um, and then Arsenal away yeah it's Jürgen Klopp's last trip to Arsenal but fuck that there's a league to be won here yeah. and, and and by the way I'd like to think Jürgen Klopp endorses my message yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> home to Burnley by then we've had a bit of time to get used to it alright sound then I think there's then it's away to Brentford he's not, not won at Brentford <laughs> so can he fucking fix that please <laughs> um, then there'll be the first final and what we hope is the first final with him yeah. and it's the first final then you go from there yeah. uh, and you know Bob Paisley lifted it and maybe Paisley's a better comparison here than anything else because they knew Paisley was going in 83 he goes up the steps Sooness insists that Paisley lifts it in 83 uh, makes a big big play out of it and it's Joe Fagan who follows the year after but you know the new suit the new Paisley was going and Paisley lifts the yeah. league cup I, I, I also wonder a little bit and this is a very it's quite a minor point in amongst it but I think it, I think it, I wonder if Klopp's looked a little bit at Jordan Henderson for example in the summer and thought Oh, I would hate that. Yeah. Not, not obviously, it's not going to be the same situation. But I would hate to. We win the cup, blah blah blah, and then I go bang. There we go. I'm leaving. You know, we have a great end to the season. But I, I do it, and and it's like people didn't get the chance to to sort of say it. <laughs> you know, they're going to get a long chance to say goodbye to him now. I, I just wonder whether he thinks I fancy us. I fancy us to have a really good end. I fancy that the last game of this season is going to be us lifting the trophy. I, I mean. There's every chance in the Europa League. I think that I think that would be it, wouldn't it? They would be the favourites to do that. 
But I don't want to go out on that moment of people going, oh, Klopp just told us on a Wednesday, you know, after the season in, in, in late May or June and just we went, oh, Klopp's left. You yeah. know, I, I mean, I know Shankly ended up getting the charity shield he got, didn't he, where they, they let him... They let him manage. Well, there was him and Reeve, and it was weird because Clough, Clough was. Yeah, Cl- yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was him and Reeve who lead them out. It's, it's yeah. a bit weird. Oh, no, Clough does. Clough, and it's Clough with Shankly. Clough with Shankly, and, and it was all a bit, yeah, it was all a bit weird. But because, it, was, it, yeah. Was like, yeah, yeah. it was like a sort of, you know, there was a lot going on in, in that moment. But, you know, that kind of. I want to make sure that we all get to sort of have that moment together, type of thing, at the end of the season. No matter what, you know, whether it's, you know, like whether it's a, a relative failure or whether yeah. it's a, a, a massive success or, or something in between. <laughs> I wonder whether he's looked at sort of. You know, I just don't want to go into that last home game with point behind. Can, he, yeah, can, yeah. can we not have that? Can you know what I mean? Like, no. I'll genuinely deal now on four points behind or two points ahead. Yeah. <laughs> just genuinely yeah. fucking yeah. hell. No, four if points ahead will do. Four, <laughs> four, four <laughs> points ahead. Yeah. Let's not have two points ahead. I'm not having that. No, we're having four points. Up oh, twenty if we can. Um, but I just, I just wonder whether that was a little bit of that that's, that's looked into yeah. me. Thought, you know, I can't, I can't sort of, you know. I don't want to sit on this because it'll get out probably anyway. I mean, incredibly, it hasn't got out. And I've just had a message of someone else saying, do you know when he told the players? And I was thinking, no, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't got a clue. I only found out 15 minutes ago myself. Um, but that will be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see, like Neil says, how, how the emotions are, are harnessed maybe in the next few months. I, I personally think there'll be a, a, it'll be a benefit. I think there might be an element of Manchester City looking and going, ooh, that's going to be... That's going to be a runaway train. It's going to be hard to stop. You know, it was already going to be tough for them. I think they might be thinking, "Oh, that's going to add <laughs> something to them." Um, but I, I, yeah, I mean, Sunday. Wow, Sunday's going to be um, pretty, pretty significant. Yeah, the emotion of it is is absolutely I'm massive. The gone. emotion. I'm not even going. <laughs> I'm not even going. <laughs> I am. I think I am now. I think I am now. Yeah, you are now, Neil. Yeah, Any spares for Neil Jones? I've, I've, I've got a spare on the cop, Neil. Come oh, with thanks, me. Mate. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, the emotion of it is absolutely massive. Listen, Jurgen Klopp came to Liverpool Football Club at a time where Liverpool Football Club needed needed a miracle. They needed a hero. They needed some joy in their lives and some unity. And you only have to look around today at people's reactions to this news to see the joy and unity that Jurgen Klopp brought but not only to to the football club to the city in the eight years that he's been there um, and he's leaving behind a huge void uh, nice one to Neil's up the reds <laughs>